the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, this is called the top of the hour. So we've got another hour's worth of car talk and uh, and your car questions and car problems. All you have to do is call 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Gil will answer the phone. He's the engineer. Um, he's the one that's supposed to keep me in line, keep me out of trouble, He's not doing a very good job, and he doesn't always do a very good job, but um, that's okay. He's just the one that gives me the bad news. Somebody called, and I said, oh, who called? And he goes, someone from the station, and they didn't like what you said. And I said, tell him I'm sorry, and then Gil has to tell him I'm sorry. And he does a pretty good job at that because I don't get in a whole lot of trouble. But nevertheless, 602-508-0960. Action Auto Repair is located at I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom is a full-service, family-owned, operated shop that served Deer Valley in the North Phoenix area since 1983. I've known Tom since the early 80s. So whatever kind of car you drive, they're really well-known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, fast turnaround time, and they know how to make it happen. Talk to the customer. Find out what the symptoms are. Then do some testing and quote them the diagnostic and testing time. Then call them and tell them what's the matter with the car and here's the repair. So we have three portions of money. The diagnostic money, then the part, and then the labor. That's how it works. And Action Auto knows exactly how to do that. So if you're up near I-17 in Deer Valley, Action Auto Repair Northwest Corner. And I'm ready. Gil, who have we got? We have Ed. Ed, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, well, I have an electrical issue with uh, a 2004 Chevrolet uh, cabin chassis. It's the 84-inch uh, um, cab-to-axle truck, one ton. And the problem I'm having is I bought this truck as a uh, cabin chassis, and then I put a flatbed on it, and I hooked up my wiring. And I've got all my lights except for brake lights. And okay. it um, got me puzzled here. So okay. maybe you well, could shine some light on that for me. Well, I can. Do the turn signals work left and right? Yes, they do. Okay. Well, here's how it works. Your turn signal switch, you start it up and the key's on and the motor's running, or even if the key's on and the motor's not running, so you turn right turn signal on and you get out and you look at the right front and the right rear and they're both flashing. Turn on the left, right, left front and left rear both flashing. The brake light switch, when you apply the brakes, the brake light switch sends a signal up to the turn signal switch. Then the turn signal switch uses the same wire that the flashers are on, but it lights up both of those wires. 
So we're using the turn signal switch as kind of a junction. The first question you got to do is crawl underneath there and see if the brake light switch has power to one side and it's dead on the other. And then when you apply the brake pedal, it should have power on both sides because it's passing electricity through the switch. From there, it goes up. Now, because the turn signals are working, and I specifically ask you if the back ones were flashing and you said yes, then I doubt that the turn signal switch is the problem. Another thing you should do is put the hazards on and make sure all four lights are flashing in synchronization. One of the other things you can do is turn the key on and just hammer that stupid uh, brake pedal hard. You're not going to hurt anything, but just push it down really hard. Have your wife or a neighborhood kid behind and just look for that kind of flash. All we want to know is, is how come we don't have power back there? But I know we have power in the ground because you got turn signals working. So this really isn't that big of a deal, but I would start at the brake light switch and you may not have, you may have power in, but no power out. If that's the um, case, okay. then take the brake light switch out and jump the terminals. Okay, so what I did do was uh, I went to the fuse panel, and when I apply the brake pedal, I do have power going through both the brake uh, fuse and the high mount uh, brake light on the back of the cab. So no, I know you, I have... No, no, you don't. All you know is is that you got power passing through the fuse. That's well, that is correct. Okay, so, I, I talked to you about power coming out of the brake light switch. Right. Okay, that's a whole big different story. I don't even suspect that you have a power problem, except maybe the brake switch isn't passing along because you already said you had tail or brake light or you had turn signals on the back. Correct. Okay. So either we do it my way or you can continue to flounder, but I said start at the brake light switch and well, get down actually, there. Either the, okay, go ahead. Actually, what I was hoping for is that you could refer me to an electrical shop that knows this truck well enough where they could go right to the problem and, and get it fixed. No, I, 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 my head. no, you should have said that at the beginning, but um, here, here's the deal. Um, you're asking me to send you to somebody to save you some money and there's a specific amount of diagnostic time that's going to have to happen here so I can send you to a lot of shops that can fix this problem but your caveat was is you know I want somebody that knows the system real well and as I'm going to benefit from their experience well it doesn't work that way if I go out there and diagnose a car in uh, 45 minutes I'm charging you 45 minutes I'm not, but if I diagnose a car in 10 minutes, I'm probably going to charge you 15 or 20 minutes because I'm going to have to write the paperwork up. But people don't take advantage of our expertise. You don't get a better price if you get a more senior guy there. It may take, it may not take him as long, but you have to pay for his experience. No different than a brain doctor and a fancy doctor that uh, is better than all the rest that uh, take your pulse and, and your temperature. So I think on a 1 to 10 scale, you need a shop that's capable of a 3. This is not a 5, and this ain't a 10. This is pretty simple. So look at MarkSalem.com. Find a repair shop close to you. Don't tell them what you've done. Don't tell them what to fix. Don't tell them what the guy on the radio said. You just say, I've got turn signals on the back end, but I don't have any brake lights. That's all they need to know. That's all we need to know. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. It's important when you deal with your shop. I, I, I open the show with this comment. Ladies, I feel sorry for you. Because 
inevitably a lady will come in and we know she's regurgitating what her husband told her. She's using words that she wouldn't otherwise know, like cooking words that I wouldn't otherwise know. But they're, t- they're trying to tell us something that their husband said, and it has nothing to do with symptoms. It has to do with what he thinks is wrong with the car. So the, I feel sorry for the ladies that have to do that. And oftentimes a shop will simply say, well, whose car is this? Well, it's mine. Okay. Who, who talked to you about the diagnosis or what they think is wrong with it? Well, that was my husband. Can I just call him? Can I talk to him? Not to slight you, ma'am, but can I have a discussion with him? Because I'm going to ask you questions that you can't answer. So perhaps I should go to the horse's mouth. <laughs> See how fine I walk that line? Even Gil is shuddering right now. Nevertheless, that's that's what really needs to have happen. Again, you're better served by just getting to the point. I don't. I have turn signals on both sides. I have flashers all the way around. I walk all the way around the car, and they're all flashing. What I don't have is when I hit the brake, the, I don't have brake lights. We're done. We know the ground is intact because the flashers use the same the same infrastructure as the brake lights. So, I mean, they're gonna they may check the grounds on those tail light sockets. But I can tell you because the flashers are working, then it's not going to be a socket. Anyway, 602-508-0960, Auto Dynamics is Sun City's oldest and largest um, complete automotive service facility. They opened up in 1982, and they're still there. This is a family that's still there. Now, there's lots of shops that may have been there three or four years longer, but they've been through three or four owners. So Auto Dynamics is different. The Nyday family still runs Auto Dynamics, and actually Derek, the son, runs this. So if you're looking for a great shop in Sun City, you're looking for somebody that's going to treat you fairly, somebody who knows how to work on cars and diagnose them and how to bid them, then may I suggest Auto Dynamics, Automotive Dynamics. It's north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. North side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. We we had a... I, if you send an email to Mark at MarkSalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you'll give me your phone number, I'd appreciate it. I'm going to call you from a blocked line. But I had a gentleman who took his car in. He had one strut leaking on the front. It was a 40,000-mile car. He was past basic warranty, but he had an aftermarket warranty. His first question happened to be, is a McPherson strut, which is a strut on the front of most front-wheel drive cars, and a Bilstein strut the same? And my answer is, is yes. It's just like a quart of oil with Valvoline and Chevron is basically motor oil. It just has a different name. They wanted to stick a cartridge to replace the strut, and that's an acceptable repair. Otherwise, we take the inner guts out of this strut, which is just a big shock absorber. We take the guts out and we replace the guts with a new cartridge. It's kind of like putting a new cartridge in your ink pen. That's what it's like. Unless the spring that's involved in this thing is collapsed, then we want to put the whole assembly in. We want the spring and the, the strut, which is nothing more than, like I said, a shock absorber. So that that's kind of how it works with respect to to repairs. But in this case, he was concerned about a name difference. And then they also told him that his lower control arm bushings were bad. And I asked him, does it clunk when you take off? Kind of hard, the front end clunk. And if you brake abruptly as you're coming up to a traffic light, is there a clunk there? And they said no. And then I said, well, what's the matter with the lower control arm bushings? Well, they're cracked. 
I want to tell you folks, nothing drives me crazier than to have a technician say that the belt is cracked or the tires are cracked or the lower control arm bushings are cracked. I don't care about that. Cracked is a word that's you say to your wife, I love you, kind of. That's what it's like. Cracked is a word that, that doesn't mean anything. Cracked is a word where somebody wants to walk down the center lane on the, on the striped line. He doesn't want to sit down hard and say, you need lower control arm bushings. They're coming apart in pieces. Don't you have a clunk on, on acceleration or stopping? Oh, you do? I can fix that by putting lower control arm bushings in it. But when you use, oh, the, the lower control arm bushings or upper control arm bushings or your tie rod, they're cracked. That's just a, a way to sell you something and, and not be afraid of the attorney general for citing you for fraud. And that brings up another really quick quick point is the attorney general um, announced not too long ago that they're going to go after bad shops. I'll tell them like I'll tell you, come on down, bring your undercover cars, do whatever you want to do. But there's a whole lot of shops in this valley that are going to play the game. They're going to do what they're supposed to do. They're going to do what's right. Um, the ones that typically have the problems is the newer, the, the older shops that are run by newer people, and perhaps the newer people came from an environment the car repair doesn't play a part. So maybe he's a retired uh, Motorola engineer, or maybe she is a uh, retired nurse, and the two of them are working an auto repair shop, and they got a bunch of grizzled guys in there that know that they can talk fast and get mom and pop to sell stuff that really doesn't need to be done. That's just one of the many examples. 602-508-0960. That's a phone number. We have five lines. You can call us. 602-508-0960. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. It's late. You're driving home, and you encounter this. It's a frightening thought, but all the more reason to drive aware, especially at night. If you're driving at night, drive defensively. And be aware of what's ahead of you. If you see a wrong-way driver, slow down, safely steer away, get off the roadway, and call 911. And if you see a wrong-way driver's sign, take the next freeway exit. Drive aware. Get there. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. 
your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. After the hour 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here talking about car repair and stuff like that. We're on iHeartRadio and a variety of other venues. But if you're in the Phoenix metropolitan area, it's 960 a.m. The Patriot, and it's owned by Salem Communications. So if you have a complaint about Mark Salem, then you should give the complaint to Salem Communications. <laughs> it's just a funny thing to say. It just happens to be that's the way it was. All my life, um, when I was a kid, they called me Salem Cigarettes. And, and now I say Salem spelled like the cigarette. And the youngster, the young lady, the young man in front of me just rolls their eyes. They don't have a clue what I'm saying. Because, obviously, Salem Cigarettes were a long time ago. So, nevertheless, Mark Salem. And my email address is Mark, with a K, at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you have a question, I usually like to call you back, and here's why. I usually have a series of questions to ask you, and it's so hard for me to constantly communicate over email. You have to understand I could get 100 emails a day. I do my best to answer every one of them. I know the difference between somebody's asking for car advice and somebody wanting to sell me something or telling me my Social Security account has been canceled or any of that kind of stuff. So, um, and, and because we don't have any callers, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, I want to, I'm kind of ornery, so if you're upset about this, then um, I'm sorry. But, you know, there's times on your phone now that if somebody calls in or sends you a message, you can push a button and send them a message, and usually it's, I can't talk right now, or something like that, okay? So, my friends, all my buddies are really kind of sick guys. They're just kind of sick guys. So I have gathered these from all my friends. And so I'm going to I'm going to read it <laughs> to you. <laughs> if I can get it to show here. Um oh gosh darn it. My wife showed me how to do this, but um I'm not going to be able to pull this off. Uh oh here it is. Here it is. Nope, that doesn't work either. Um, I will call you back. Oh, anyway, I'll get it straightened, and then I'll let you know on the next break. But one of them it says is, I'm presently talking to a cop who thinks I'm drunk. Can I call you back in 24 hours? 
<laughs> and that that's from a retired policeman. Of course, everybody knows it isn't the truth, but it does make you laugh. And so <laughs> those are those are the kind of things that um, us sick guys normally gravitate to. And I just wish I could tell you the first one is just awesome because it's from an attorney. And the, the response is, is just so perfect for an attorney to, to write you back. But it's just not going to work today. And um, I'm sorry that uh, I messed this all up. But I can tell you I am going to try... <laughs> I'm I'm going to go in here to my phone and you'll just have to put up with me for a few minutes. But um g- give me just a second. I know that there's somebody on the line. So what I'm looking for is I'm looking for this uh, cop that called me and uh oh here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Um and and again it says I'm probably talking to a cop who thinks I'm drunk. Can you call me in 24 hours when I'm released? That's number 1. When you re- reply that way because you're on the phone or you're you're busy, it's funny, okay? This is where I'm picking it up from everybody else. There's one. Although my mission in life is to serve you, I am currently unable to provide the premium, premium level of service you deserve. Therefore, I beg your forgiveness and give you my solemn promise that I will call you back at my first and earliest ability. Now, that's on a lawyer's you know phone. And then, then I have another friend. I'm not going to give you his name. He says, <laughs> you call him, and this is the response you get if you email him or if you call him or if you text him. It says, screw you. I hate you. Don't ever call me again. <laughs> a lot of people don't know how to take that, but you just do it amongst your friends. But those are the three best messages I've ever seen, and I have them on my phone now just because it's funny. And you're not going to use them on your doctor who's calling you to verify an appointment. You're going to use them on your buddies and your friends and stuff like that. Okay, I'm ready. Who's next? Uh, that would be Charles. Charles, good morning to you. How can I help you today? Hey, good morning, Mike. I'm Mark, uh, Sam, George. Hey, where's Renee when you need her? Um, you know, uh, I-, I can tell you that. Uh, Renee, we're up north, and uh, Renee said, um, she gets me up early in the morning. She goes, come on, come on, come on. I says, why? And is the courses loose or whatever? She goes, we're going garage sailing. I said, what do you need me for? She says, we're going to take your truck. I said, why are we going to take my truck? And she says, because I might buy some furniture. So she drug me out of bed. I got coffee. I'm driving around to junk sales. So then we get back, and I say, you going to do radio with me today? And she goes, no. I said, why not? She goes, I'm going to Pine to look at the junk stores. So she's at the junk stores. I'm making money. She's spending money. That's the answer to your question. <laughs> okay. That wasn't my question, but this okay. is a Vietnam veteran buddy called me the other day, and he was on his way to I-17 up north to Flag, right? Mm-hmm. He, sees this, he sees this vehicle in a rearview mirror approaching them rather quickly. Then within seconds, this truck passes them like he was sitting still. He said the truck was must have been new in 90 or 100. He doesn't remember. But it was a majestic-looking truck. Painted on the side was the American flag, bald eagle. Et I said, I bet that was Mark Salem, 100 bucks." Mark, was that you? Um, you know, I, I, I must tell you that that does uh, sound like my truck, but it's important for you to know that there's so many people that drive my truck. My cowboys drive my truck. My wife drives my truck. My son, my one daughter drives my truck. Um, there's a couple of retired policemen up here in uh, Payson that have taken my truck to go do things. So I can assure you, Charles, that I will do my very best to talk to the uh, people. Can you tell me, was this a week ago, in the last week, in the last month? Because I'll figure out who it is. Yeah, it was just the last week or so. 
Okay, all right. So I I will look and see who's been driving my truck, and I will counsel them about driving my truck in a reckless manner when it um, when it has um, it has stuff about Vietnam <laughs> veterans all over it, and it has a flag. It's it's dressed in a flag. So uh, I will handle that. And thank you for uh, bringing this to my attention in such a public format. Thank you, and goodbye, Gil. It's dump time. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Oh gosh. I'm going to tell you the truth. Here's the deal. Um I Nixon called the draft 2 weeks before I was to go to the Vietnam War. I have always had a very soft spot in my heart and in my head for Vietnam veterans cuz they didn't come back to the welcome that many of the rest of you did. And it's my error and my brothers and all my, the guys that were older than me all went to Vietnam. So I have this truck, and it says, God bless Vietnam veterans in the back window. And the other day I was over at Walmart, and this guy walks up, and he goes, I really like your truck. And it's dressed in a flag, and it has eagles on it and stuff. And he, I said, thank you. Thank you very much. And he goes, but I don't think you should just say vet- or Vietnam. And I said, oh, why? And he goes, well, I think you should just say God bless all veterans. And I said, well, let me explain. It's Vietnam, and they were my heir, and those are my friends, and they didn't come home to the welcoming committee that the rest of you did. And he goes, well, I, I don't care. He says, I, I think that you should remove the word Vietnam and just say, God bless all veterans. And I said, well, there is one other reason why um, I'm going to politely decline. And he said, oh, what's that? And I said, well, it, it's my truck. <laughs> I thought my wife was going to wet her pants. She was really mad for me. She thought I was rude. I've never had anybody do that. This truck's been on the road for five years. So most everybody else takes a picture, sticks their thumbs up. So it's just one of those things. But nevertheless, um, I am very patriotic, but my patriotism is especially focused on the Vietnam veterans who came back again to uh, quite a different um, embrace from the public than uh, than the guys than the last 20 years have gone. And I wasn't a Vietnam veteran because, like I said, Nixon called the draft two weeks before I was to be drafted, and the Hanoi evacuation occurred within a month after that, so the war was over at that particular time. We'll be back in just a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. 
Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, Mark Salem at your service, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been in Mesa since 1970. Both Brian and his wife, Thelma, have family that dates back to the 60s with gas stations and garages. Both of those young people, a married couple, have been around a very long time. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. They know what it's all about to work on cars, fix them correctly, work on the symptoms, make sure you come in under your estimate. They know all that. I'm proud to tell you that I I don't think I've ever had a complaint about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. It's the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend to you. I'm not saying it's the best shop, in, or it's the only shop in Mesa, but I am telling you it's the best that I know of in Mesa, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Jaime, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I have a 2002 Dodge Ram 2500. It is four-wheel drive. Okay. And the steering is, I mean, very, very sloppy. And um, I've, I've replaced some components, and it helps a little bit, but it, it gets right back to just it's sloppy all over the place. Okay. This is an easy one. Um, I want you to crawl underneath the front of the truck, and I want you to set the parking brake, and I want you to get your wife underneath or get her in the driver's compartment. 
and um, you're going to have the hood open, and you're going to put her hand at 12 o'clock. The car's going to be running, and you're going to have her, her move the hand to the right about three inches, and then center, and then to the left about three inches. Does that make sense to you? She's just going to yeah. rock the steering back a little bit. You're going to look underneath the hood, and you're going to see the steering shaft come into the steering box. Then at the bottom of the steering box, there's a pitman arm. I need the steering shaft and the pitman arm to be completely synchronized. Okay? When one moves, the other moves instantaneously. Now, you're going to crawl underneath the front of the truck. The parking brake is on, and she still loves you, and she's not mad at you, so she doesn't run over you. You're going to lay down in the front, and you're going to follow the pitman arm to the tie rod end. Then the tie rod end, the other end of the bar, to the wheel at the tie rod end. Then the center link that goes all the way across the front. You're going to look at every single one of those joints. And you better see the top and the bottom of the of a tie rod end move in complete synchronization. I don't want the top to move a quarter inch and then the bottom move. That's how we do it. It won't take you a minute. It'll take you five. But you're looking for the play. And you're starting at the steering wheel, and you're going all the way to the two front tires. I promise you, somewhere along the line, you'll see the play you're going to have to fix. Okay. And uh, all of the parts, I mean, would be whatever I can get at the auto parts store will be adequate? Or is there, like, a better heavy-duty that I can get? No. Um, I think price is going to play a part in it. So one of them could be 29 and the other is going to be $41. Um, Borg Warner. There's some... there, But... To answer your question, there are some cheap parts out there, but they're typically going to be priced inexpensively. Um, I'd look for a, a front-end parts that have a name that that you you've heard before. So that that's you know I, all I can think of right now is Borg Warner, but I know Jeff, my parts manager, could rattle off three or four parts brands that we use. Um, and you you can just call a couple places and ask them. If you need a tie rod on the passenger side, you just call them up. I need a tie rod in on the passenger side of my 2002 Ram 2500 4x4. And uh, what's the name brand on it and uh, and how much is it? And then you can do that two or three times with you know Napa, AutoZone, O'Reilly's, and you're going to find some. And, and the most expensive isn't always the best, but generally speaking, there's not going to be a wide gap. But the more the the one better quality is going to be either the middle or the high. Okay. Oh, awesome. Thank you. All right, you bet. Ben, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Doctor Mark. Longtime fan. Well, thank you. I got to go back to before you were out at the, did a remote out at the Gilbert auction. Oh yeah, that goes back to gosh, the late eighties, early nineties, maybe. <laughs> when I first got down here, right. Yeah. Uh, situation. I got. One of my best vehicles I've ever owned, an 04 Trailblazer. Okay. And every once in a while, I get a warning. Uh, it used to be just uh, uh, less serious thing, but now okay. it's got service engine soon, and it, okay. it stalls once in a while at signals. Now, in the last year, I have replaced the throttle body and the coil. Okay. Okay, what has to, the the SES light is a service engine soon light, and the computer has identified a problem. And what we have to do is, is first of all, we get the code, and the code gives us what state the problem's in. So the code says the problem's in Montana. So we're going to go into that system, and it could be evaporative system, where we're sucking fumes off the tank. 
So we go into the evaporative system and we make sure that the canister is not plugged. We make sure that the, all the purge valves are opening and closing. And then we ask you, hey, Ben, do you stuff the tank? And you say yes. And we say, we don't want you to stuff the tank anymore. We want you to run it to three quarters, watch the gauge and fill it three quarters, and we're going to clear the code. And we want you to go drive it and see if it comes back. And you come back and say, no, it didn't come back. And we say, okay, we'll stop stuffing the tank because you're sucking liquid into a system that's only supposed to suck vapor. So that's the reason why you have to check engine light. It could be an O2 sensor. It could be an O2 sensor code, oxygen sensor code. And the oxygen sensor is either stuck rich or lean. If it's stuck rich, it could very well be that you've got an injector leaking. So you can replace the oxygen sensors until we're all dead and all you're doing is killing the messenger. On the other hand, if it's stuck lean, then you make the motor run rich. And if the O2 sensor bounces back and starts screaming, rich, 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 then we know the O2 sensor is talking right. It can see both ends of the parameter, but the car's running lean and we find the PCV valve hose has come off. Or the PCV valve hose has a hose... The PCV valve hose has a hole in it the size of a pencil, and that's a vacuum leak, which makes it run lean. So that's really what it's all about. But that SES light is yellow or orange, yes? Uh, I believe it's uh, orange, yes. Yeah. Orange means caution. That's all it means. Red means stop. If you get a red temp light and a red oil light or any kind of a red light, that means stop. That doesn't mean tomorrow. That means now. But a yellow light is just caution. So I'm sure your SES light isn't red. I'm sure it's yellow, and you have right. time to get it fixed. Okay? This this 4.2 is a heck of an engine. It is. It is. It is. It didn't stay around long, but, yes, it's a good motor. And your Trailblazer was made in the in the early stages of computers. And to be honest with you, on it's a version 1, and now we're at version 2027 or something like that. So there's right. been a lot of version and improvements, but yours is the basic one, and it's it's a good system. It it, it will do just fine. Okay. Very good, sir. Thank right. you. Thank you, Ben. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. There's five of them. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Gil will answer your phone, and Mark will stand by. If you're a home buyer, do you know how to beat out other buyers and gain priority access to the hottest new listings? Maybe you're selling. Do you know how to find qualified buyers? For the most current real estate news, tune into What's the Deal? With real estate experts Jay Macklin and Jury South. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Learn buyer and seller tips and tricks, the most effective marketing strategies for sellers, and understand how national trends impact the local market. That's What's the Deal? With real estate experts Jay Macklin and Jerry South. Saturdays at at 9 a.m. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Kaesan. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made, a pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq, a bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah, an IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. 
on the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. Every Saturday from 10 to noon, we're here talking about cars, your car problems, your car stuff, your tires, your belts, uh, your symptoms, all that kind of stuff. 602-508-0960. We're going to quit at noon, which is 15 minutes away, but I've got time to get two or three calls in. So if you want to wait till the last of the show, then now's the time. 602-508-0960. Tom, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Thank you for... Uh, O2 Windstar, my uh, light comes on, says check traction control, and then the brake red light thing comes on. But when I stop and reset it, it seems to go off. Is there an issue there? Well, the is the ABS light red, or is it is it orange yes. or yellow? Okay. Yes, it's red. Uh, okay, what we normally do is, is the first thing we do is do a visual inspection of the sensors, and there's probably going to be four of them. And obviously, they have a tone ring that they watch and give a signal to the computer. If the tone ring's broken or missing, then that's the problem. If there's all kinds of mud all over one of them, that could be the problem. But then we're going to take two guys, and one's going to drive, and one's going to have a television screen in front of them from what we call a scanner. It's not a code reader, but it's a scanner where we're actually communicating with the Windstar. And so we're going to go drive it, and when we're going straight down the road, all four of those sensors better be at 37 miles an hour. If the speedo says 30, we are looking at 30. Then we're going to take it uh, behind okay. the Bash's store, and we're going to do really tight circles. So we're going to take a right circle real tight, and kind of we're not going to go fast, but we're going to go. Then we're going to stop and go left circles, and sooner or later that light's going to come on. And when it comes on, we're going to look and see which one's lost its signal, which one's not talking anymore. So that, you have so to that have takes somebody to do that. Yeah. yeah. Now here's how you can save yourself a lot of money. You, how are you resetting it? I'm just turning off the ignition and restarting. Okay. Good. Good. Pay attention. And it goes to, for a few days. Okay. Pay attention to when it comes on, because we had a lady in the other day that she said, you know, my ABS light's coming on, and we said, okay, and she surprised the heck out of us. She goes, every time I stop and make a hard right turn, it comes on. Ooh, we haven't heard that in a long time. 
So the guys go out, one of them's driving, and see, the one has to look at the scanner, and he can't drive and look at the scanner at the same time. We're just charging for one tech because it's going to be 15, 20-minute drive. The idea is is that they went out and did a, they, they went into the back of the bashes, and they drive forward, you know, all the way down the back drive, and then they stop, and they turn the steering wheel all the way to the right, and they do a 45-degree turn, um, and then all of a sudden they do another 45-degree turn, and the light comes on, and we lost the sensor. Now, if you think about it, on a right turn, the left side tires have more of a, uh, an arc than the right side tires. So the left side tires are moving a longer distance than the inner tires. What was happening was is one of the inside sensors was just dropping off, and so the computer thinks that the right front tire isn't spinning and that you're pirouetting on that tire, and I've lost control of that tire. I've lost the signal. This isn't a tough one. This isn't a tough one, but you can, if you want to wait till the light comes on or until you figure it out, you're okay. With the ABS light on, it just means you don't have an analog brake system. We've shut that down. You still have conventional brakes. Okay. All right. All right. One other question, if sure. one other question, if I may. Uh, my uh, heater vent doors, it's a, it's a vacuum leak. Is there some place to start checking on that? You know, when I accelerate, the everything goes to the defroster. Okay. Um, yeah, I would go and find the vacuum line that comes from the firewall and goes to a port on the engine. I'd put a T there, and then I'd put a vacuum gauge on it on a six-foot hose, and I'd take it into the car. And then as I drove around, I'd just watch that. And on wide-open throttle, your vacuum will drop to nothing because you just open the blades wide open. And I want to be able to see that that line still has some static in it because usually upstream it's got a one-way check valve. But I want to caution you, if that's all you got, um, to go into that dashboard and find out which servo is bad um, is going to cost you. That's going to be a number five or six on the you know the tough scale, and it's not going to be cheap. So if you want to put up with that, you can. Now, it's I would say that half of those are going to be fixed underneath the hood. And as a matter of fact, I'll tell you something. A friend of mine that came up here the other day to help me um, do some work with the horses, and he complained about that, and he had a Dodge truck. Well, I know Dodges, so I lifted up the hood, and I can't do this all the time. I lifted up the hood, and there's this white plastic line that's broken. And I said, that's it. So I went and got a piece of windshield wiper hose, and I slid it on one end, and I slid it on the other, and I patched those two together, and he was gone maybe 15, 20 minutes, and he calls me, and he says, what do I owe you? And I say, well, it depends. If I fixed it, you owe me $400, and if I didn't fix it, then I'm sorry. And he goes, well, will you settle for 20 bucks? And I said, well, I'll settle for you buying the first beer the next time we're out. And he goes, okay, fine. So I, obviously I fixed it. So And here's the yeah, deal. I replaced, yeah, on, on I replaced your, the servo. Okay. Under the dash. All righty. Well, and you know that's not it. Check yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Here's the so deal. That in your Windstar, you already know is stuffed into a compartment the size of a coffee can. So to mm-hmm. get in there and follow those vacuum lines is not going to be an easy task. But I think yeah. if you go to the source of the vacuum that feeds the blend doors and all the 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 it, it feeds the infrastructure that's going to give you um, windshield air, center vent, and floor. That's what we're talking about. Uh-huh. So there's a vacuum uh-huh. system that opens and closes different things to give to give you defrost, center vent, and floor. So and 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 do you have a regular garage? Yes. 
Okay, all right. I would call them and say, are you capable of tracking this down and give me some kind of an idea? Most of us are going to bid that for an hour. We think, oh, I can fix this. I can find it in an hour. And most everybody's about 115 to $125 an hour. So, And then hopefully if your shop gets it in a half an hour, they just charge you for half an hour. Okay. Where's the where's the source of vacuum under the hood? Um, it's going to be at the engine. There's going to be a port on the intake manifold that provides vacuum to that system. Now, sometimes the EGR valve or the PCV valve hose will spring a leak in it, and that will rob that system of vacuum. But they both have a nipple on the intake manifold that we draw. But the one that runs your your dash controls is a very small line and the one that goes to your PCV valve is as big as your ring finger. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Appreciate Good luck. It. You bet. Blackwell Automotive is up at 40th and Greenwell. Greenway. Um, Tom and I are twin brothers of different mothers because sometimes there's no filter between your ears and your mouth. But I can tell you he knows how to fix a car. If you live anywhere in that North Scottsdale area and you're looking for a garage, Here's what's what's about a good garage. Number one, if you've got a car that we're not the best person to fix, or if you've got a problem on a car that we've never seen before, we're going to send you to somebody we know who can fix your car. We're not going to just stumble around and wreck up a bunch of labor. Number two, we've been in business a long time. Okay, I've been in 39 years, and I think Top's been in 30 years. We've been around a long time. We're making money. And we're not ripping off our customers, and you can look at our Yelp reviews and all of our reviews and find out that every once in a while we have a bad one, and I raise my hand the same way. But the idea is is that we've been around the block, and we've been around a long time. Speaking of reviews, a lady not too long ago wrote a review, and she was mad at me because I wouldn't replace her air conditioning compressor. Well, we have a warranty, and she was past the warranty. So she complained on, I don't remember what it was, and my response to her was, it's just as unacceptable for you to want to lengthen the warranty as it would be to you if we wanted to shorten the warranty. It's a deal between you and me. I'm going to warranty that air compressor for a year, and I'm not going to warranty it for 12 years or two years because that's not the deal. So we have an agreement, and I'm not going to shorten it, and I'm not going to let you lengthen it. And and she was pretty mad at me. But I also told her, my staff told you that if you want us to fix it, that we're going to ask our parts vendor if they would extend a courtesy to us, analyze the, the failure of the compressor, and if there's any financial considerations, we'll pass them on to you. Now, sometimes the vendor will say, Mark, just give her another compressor. She pays the labor. I'm not paying the labor. So I say, fine. So I say to the customer, you're going to pay the labor, but the compressor is going to be provided for free. Now, sometimes the vendor will say, Mark, you came back to the well too many times. <laughs> and that's never happened to me. But by the same token, that does happen to all of us. So sometimes you can ask your vendor, but there's times that the vendor will say, let me look it up. And he goes, oh, we've been having trouble with those compressors. I'll take care of it. I'll say fine. So who we got on the phone? We have Sam. Sam, good morning to you. Good morning. I got a question about... Uh Aluminum radiators. Okay. Are they are they better than the copper brass for the older cars? Um, they dissipate heat better. They're a heck of a lot more expensive, and um, they typically are run. Um, 
there's going to be electric fans that are on one side or the other of them. And to be perfectly honest, I will tell you and others that you stick with what got you to the dance. So if you have a copper radiator in there and you flush it, like your owner's manual says, it'll last every bit as long as the aluminum radiator. It'll dissipate heat every bit as well, maybe slightly worse, but who cares? But when you go to replace that aluminum radiator, it's going to cost a lot of money. So, well, uh, is, is the two-core aluminum better than a three-core copper? Because I'm having problems with this uh, El Camino I've got, 65 El Camino. And okay. I've, it's always run warm on me, but even now, at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, just tooling around on 40-mile-an-hour surface street, okay. it's up, up at 210. I can fix this for you right now. Okay. You're, you're wrong about it running warm. You're just wrong. I want that car to run 220. That's the normal range. Let me explain why. In the days when that car was first built, we had sludge problems on every car in the 70s. Every single car in the 70s would come in at 30, 40, 50, 60,000 miles. The, the mud in the oil pan and underneath the intake at 100,000 miles was so deep you couldn't see the lifters or the push rods. So all of a sudden, the oil guys go, well, we know what's going on. Every time you shut the car off, you have a tablespoon of water as we condense the vapor inside the motor. A tablespoon of water. So let me ask you something. When does water boil? At 212. Bingo. Bingo. So here's the issue. We now to get the, we're going to get that oil temperature up to 220. We're going to boil the water out, and as it turns from a liquid to a vapor, it's going to be sucked out and sent down the, the tailpipe in the PCV valve system. Today... We open up a 15-year-old car, and it'll have half a million miles on it, and we won't find what effectively is three tablespoons of sludge in it. So you're like everybody else with those old cars, and I'm not faulting you, and I'm not making fun of you, but I promise you I'm right. I promise you. The gauge on your car, that needle should be between half and three-quarters, and it's fine. It's fine. As a matter of fact, many of the older cars that we work on, we put a 195 in them to ensure that it's going to run 210, 220. So, so you should I, have a minimum of 180? Oh, I, if, if it didn't run 220, I'd figure out why not. Okay. A three-row uh, uh, brass to answer your question is fine. It's just fine. But I promise you I'm right. Even the oil guys, we used to blame the sludge on Pennzoil and, and Quaker State and all that. Everybody had an idea which oil caused sludge. Today, we're a lot smarter. And I want to tell you something. Every since, everything since probably the mid-'80s and for sure the 90s, we've been running at 220. And everything's got a 195 thermostat in it. Everything. So all I'm saying to you is bring it up. And, uh, and and you're okay. If you wanted to take my grandkids to California, I'd let them go with you because I know you're not going to break down. But if you want sludge in your car, keep doing what you're doing. But 210, 190 to 210 doesn't bother me in the least bit. And I own some of the old cars you're talking about. Anyway, if you want to continue the conversation, mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com. Please drive safely. Please don't drink and drive. And if somebody lets you in, Stick your arm out the window and wave and say thank you to them. Or you can do it the other way around. You let them in. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.